Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It is the Monday night airing of professional wrestling grievances. It's the Monday Mayhem Warriors. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, we are here with a, a, a hell of a crew. We got, I think sometimes we get more people here on Monday than we do on Tuesdays. Although we're going to have a packed Tuesday, I think, coming up here uh, this week for their top rope tabletop friends. But first of all, from Beacon, New York, the guy that has better things to do on a Monday night than watch Raw, it is Mad Mike. I need a break. You need a break. I mean, we all do, right? I mean, I, I need a break. And honestly, you, like, I. I'm going to be honest. I watched the last hour of Raw. I watched all of the talking segments, and mm-hmm. Charlotte talks too fucking much. Well, I mean, that's like, just, how is she on job. one show and it feels like she's on 40? She's everywhere. Yes, I know, right? So God, it's um, not even good. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's what it is. Um, but also with us, uh, he attended WWE of a different type this uh, past Saturday night. It is mainstream, Matt. Friends to many people on Twitter now, apparently. I was making all sorts of friends over the weekend, Sorg. They were, were all so intrigued yes. by the Pittsburgh house show. Yes. They all wanted the, the dirt. Uh, <laughs> and I was happy to provide. This Was was this the first house show? Period? It was, it was, the, it was first the first house WWE show. house show anywhere since march of 2020 all right we'll get into that in a minute but also back with us your toy grizzled toy veteran extraordinaire we still using that ronnie starks is back with us he did something else he tried watching yeah we can say that hello everyone hello i I didn't see your shot before i didn't notice your shot before we went on air that's a nice uh bouquet flower uh background there i love you know i like this, this this is a very mindful background here to help us out here on our monday night uh, uh dealings so nice. yeah, i like that it's very nice it's very very nice uh, do we start with raw or do we start with the house show oh uh, god we don't have to mention raw at all i Nothing mean please like we <laughs> the guy who didn't watch it um <laughs> nothing happened they all kind of can play into each other's swords yeah. so please let's just let's just run through raw real quick and yeah you know, we, uh, first we of all the, and then we'll get into the the, the, the 24 we won't be able to avoid talking about it here. For so a minute. I saw, uh, first of all, Matt, um, I'm going to need you to do something with your TV before the Olympic community t- as a takedown notice. Uh, so in the background there, they can so. come and get me. No, I'll get it. <laughs> it might on. be, it might be blocked enough. I don't know. Yeah. Just keep, just keep your body in front of the TV and you'll be okay. Uh, so, um, but anyways, I do not, I'm not messing around with the Olympics and NBC at this point uh, on YouTube. So, <laughs> um, but anyways, so, so come and get us IOC. We're I, right here. I'm mostly paying attention. Rob was actually here hanging out. He went actually went down to one of the training uh, uh, centers tonight and was was filming some stuff with one of the friends of the show. Um, so we were hanging out and while we were watching Elevation and, and a little bit of Raw and stuff, right? Um, so things that stuck out to me, first of all, um, um, Matt, can you explain to me why Reginald still doesn't have ring gear? <laughs> Uh, he didn't bring it with him. Okay, I, I don't know. Like that's He's not ready for taboo. traveling. I guess uh, I don't know. That's a that's a no no. 
but uh, I I don't know. I mean, like guys dressing in suits is kind of like the new hotness in WWE now. I like, guess Amos so. Yeah, wrestles in a suit sometimes. Uh, he lost a jacket tonight, so mm-hmm. but he's always in a suit. Reggie looks elbow. nice in a suit. He's doing flips that little and bit was bananas though. That was just there was so much happening. <laughs> like it just so looked like bad flipping, fight choreography. So much flipping and so much our truth talking and and. By themselves, I was like, awesome flips, awesome R-Truth on the microphone during a match. But at the same time, uh, it was a bit, it was a little sensory overload. A little bit. And, a little and, bit. and Mad Mike is right. It was not, the, see, the thing was, if you're going to be that ambitious, and maybe Ronnie has some feelings on this. If you're going to be that ambitious with your wrestling, you better nail it or it, or, or you, or you lose it. Um, am I right, Ron? It's sink or swim. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, I hate WWE. <laughs> <laughs> no, because SmackDown's pretty good, honestly. Yep. And I, and I Smackdown, have no, SmackDown and I have is with pretty good right now. Okay, like right. it's just raw. Neat raw isn't like. Well, we need to change the name to Monday Night Rut. <laughs> Because that's what it is. So as like, so we have not really, uh, you know, you know, we, we you know first weekend we we had a hot fervor, uh, uh, uh raw after M- M- mania feel after money in the bank. Are we already? Is the honeymoon already over on the live crowds with Monday Night Raw? Oh, oh yeah, it's fucking done. Mm-hmm. Like name me the top face on Raw. Well, I'm not watching enough left of it to know. Is it? It's not. No, but no, no, like. Literally, name me a top <laughs> face. Uh, I, I mean, Drew has to still be. Nope, me mid card now. Okay. I, I, I got a name for you. He's mid card. I'll, I'll tell you who the hot act is now on Raw. Reginald. It's Riddle. Ah! Riddle's the hot act on Raw. He was the one that He's everybody the one the fans are into. Yep. Uh, it's a shame he has to lose tonight, but that's what top acts on Raw do. So. But but if Riddle's the top face. That tells you everything you need to know. There was no New Day tonight. Oh, yeah. There was no Goldberg. Mm-hmm. There was no John Cena. I don't know why there would be, but there was no uh, John Cena. Lashley squashed his old teammates, when I, and it's yeah. debatable on whether they're faces like, at a like, point. La- like, I love Lashley's title run, but this is the problem when you have a feud with Goldberg. You need someone that's charismatic enough to carry a one-sided feud. And we're going to have a one-sided feud leading all the way to SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be pleasant. The only people who could potentially be the big faces on Raw. Nikki. Great pop. But she's just going to lose every week until SummerSlam. I am so just, I, I get turned off as soon as we announce her name. Like, no, that, see, that, I like Nikki because hate, Nikki is Nikki is a dose of what Ron Nikki. Needs. No, no, no. Nikki, de- Nick, Nikki is great. Nikki is great. Okay, okay their presentation. Okay. I don't need the announcers saying pronouncing ash every time they say her name. It's it's overkill and it's really dragging me down on this. Okay, um, it's just man, it could be so good, but it's just that it's not a good bit. name. It's a horrible it's, name. It's it's just tough. It's just tough to deal with and. It's not, you know, in in a promotion that 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 changes names to become more marketable. 
they have their their champion with like the least marketable name to me mm -hmm. yeah like like even if you even if her name is just nikki yes She's almost a superhero. Yes, like that's the subtitle, that's and not the full name is almost a superhero, Nikki A.S.H. But again, like you said last week, why are we saying the same thing again? It's, it's like the saying, Department of Redundancy. It's department. like saying WCW Wrestling or ATM Machine. Yes, yes, it is, and I like they're they're. I don't know why this isn't hanging up with somebody. I don't, it's weird, and I don't like it. And but, but yet, we changed your name from Nikki Cross because now we have Karrion Cross. Is that the reason? I, I Yeah. Is I that really assume. the reason? I would assume, because otherwise you end up with an AEW situation where you have Hangman Page, Ethan Page, Christian Cage, Brian Cage, and Nick Cage in a cage uh, on Rampage wow. with Diamond Dallas Page as the referee. Okay. Okay. But anyway, I mean, I, I, but, I listen, man. I listen, man. I shot for a promotion that had three t people with the last name Taylor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but but like, if you're going to do that, and and you want like simplicity in people's names, which I get, I understand that. You keep Nikki Cross as Nikki Cross, Carrion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good name. I don't know, but they may not be able to do that because that's also a Marvel character. Oh, good to know. Okay. It's not it's not spelled the same way. Okay, but but so, but it that might so, be a legal hangup. So so let's go I mean, on that. We're, we we go got ahead. situations going on here with Nikki that are beyond just just names. Like there 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 are concerns here, um, and yeah. and this is the the perfect opening to get into the Pittsburgh House Show, uh, since I had people asking me all weekend about what was the reaction like to Nikki when she came out. And I'll, and I'll tell you, it was a mixed reaction. Oh, it was really? cheers and boos okay. for Nikki. Okay? okay. And then as the match went on, it was a... Who was the match? It was uh, Charlotte, Rhea, and Nikki three-way. Uh, and as the match went on, it was the crowd chanting for Rhea. Um, okay. Overwhelmingly. Um, I can see match. why, though. That's not to say that the crowd was like, 100% against Nikki, that would not be accurate. But um, you also have to remember, Rhea's the, new, Rhea's the new one that people probably haven't seen live. Okay, uh, that's true. But and Rhea also... has a more defined look. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I will also say that, you know, yeah, in front of the live crowd, Rhea works a heck of a lot better than she's ever worked in the Thunderdome. Um, she just seems to have a natural ability to interact with the crowd and kind yeah. of uh she had, appears to have a natural charisma how interesting we always seem to observe that before we ended up in this horrible past uh, 18 months <laughs> um but uh it, given that and from what i heard louisville the house show on sunday went a little bit better um and then they bring her bring nikki out on raw tonight and everything seems fine she gets a great reaction at the top of the show pretty smart to send her out there first so that uh, that fresh uh, crowd can give her a proper reaction. And they, they go to all this work, <laughs> you know, and it feels like they're trying to kind of like fill in some of the blanks on her character and, and kind of make it, you know, kind of work in the context of having to share space with Rhea and Charlotte, which is not easy to do with this type of a character. Um, and then by the end of the night, the result is what it is. I, 
I, I don't understand. WWE likes to do this from time to time. I don't understand how repeated losing is supposed to help someone who needs protected now more than ever. If you're mm-hmm. serious about this Nikki character, yeah, you can't be. You can't be screwing around right now. Well, even if you're serious and, and, and about it for a month. the end of tonight's month. show was them screwing around. Yep. yep. Even if you're serious about it for a month. And I'm going to give you a rematch like, next week, even though we have a title match at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, no. Now, ne- now next week, Nikki will probably face Rhea. Mm. No, no. She just challenged her, didn't he, at, at the end of the show to a rematch? But that's what I oh. heard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll uh, that's what happened before my feed went down on, on the X- Xfinity app because it's okay. a shit app. Um, but anyways, so, okay. So you got that. Let's go from that to another character that's, uh, benefited from losing carrying cross. Uh, oh, so God. no, uh, nope. like he, nope. so, well, he got a win over, over Keith Lee, but still carrying cross went from oh Keith Lee. You mean that guy that lost in minutes to Lashley? Last yeah. Week? Yeah. Two weeks in a row. I'm glad we're doing so well with him. Uh, limitless my ass. But anyways, no, Car- we found his limit. Yes. Uh, we found it. WWE and that's being on the main roster. Yes. That's his yeah. <laughs> but his his limit was full sale. But Karrion Cross, regardless of the win this week, still has gone from mythical badass monster on NXT to just a dude on Monday nights. We doesn't have a near within two weeks. Within two weeks. Within the first step out. And they don't even address that he said he was going to murder Jeff Hardy this week. Right. Right. Well, they're, like, co- they're covering up for the reason Jeff Hardy's not there. Which yeah, is of course, because Jeff is fucking an idiot. By the way, get vaccinated, people. Yeah, yeah. Get vaccinated. I, don't be, and, a, and also, don't be a Jeff Hardy. And also, do you, I, think, do you think Jeff Hardy's made smart life choices throughout his career? <laughs> if the answer is no, don't be Jeff Hardy. I want to step back a moment and qualify Jeff Hardy being um, Jeff Hardy uh, uh, being um, tested for COVID does not mean he did not take the vaccine. Sorg, there are yeah. multiple. What happened to the Yankees? Let's, let's be honest. Oh, no, 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 no. It, no you, it's not fair to jump to that he conclusion. Did, did, people wow, in the White House. Whoa, okay. whoa, um, whoa! People in the just, White House and the Yankees. Him being off the show for COVID. And yes, it left yeah. a storyline gap there. If he, it doesn't matter there, if he's vaccinated or not. If he's if he's if he's been tested positive and all he's going to be tested, regardless if they're vaccinated or not. We've had breakthrough cases on the Yankees and in the White House. So it's not fair to to and some of those presume people it, it, some of those people, but not all of them, but not <laughs> the all Yankees, of them. Some of them were not. OK, vaccinated. but but not all of them. And so I don't think it's fair to jump, jump ahead to this guy isn't vaccinated. OK, so I'm gonna let's, jump put, ahead let's, let's put that aside. Say, get your shots, you motherfuckers. Yes, but yeah. please get your shots. So anyways, um, but aside from that, so yeah, and they're not going to talk about that. They're, they're over this and, and they're not going to talk about him having a winner, having a campaign to get have everybody get their shots so we can, you can pay us money to come in live and be disappointed in person. But anyways, um, so, but, but no, the carrying cross thing continues to bother me. I don't know why he's back. Um, I love the coverage on NXT where they said carrying cross does whatever the fuck he wants. And, uh, 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 you know, did you even like, you know, uh, uh, Samoa Joe calling out Rico on like, did you even know about his little excursion to Raw mm-hmm. last week? Yeah, like, no, I love great. that. I love the angle of them talking about it on Tuesdays. I hate what's happening on Mondays. And at least Tuesdays, we're ignoring the fact that he's getting punked out on Mondays. Not and, that he does now, tonight, but still. Scarlett also gone from NXT? I haven't seen her for a couple of weeks. That makes me yeah, concerned. Because it, I'm it, wondering, like, I'm like. So, 
So, so wait. So here's my here's my thing. So every time we, we talked about this with Alistair Black a few weeks ago about about what happened with them and anybody that comes in and we talk about Shotzi, wait for her to lose the tank, right? Like, oh, that'll never happen. I, 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 I'm, I'm sticking by it. Um, so if you see her lose the tank, you know it's fucking over. Like you, well, you can say it'll never happen. Oh, yeah, but no, I'm saying no, if it if happens, she, if, if that tank is yes. gone, yeah, if it, it, it it's done. If, right? if, if it's if it doesn't happen, they make her color her hair and she looks just like Mandy Rose teaming up with her. It's fucking over. <laughs> <laughs> but because that's how they work on that level but but the same thing Karrion Cross stepped through the curtain with a diminished intro than what he has already he's being cut down Karrion Cross is fucking yeah. over guys he's yeah. done he's done as far well, as the I main mean, roster it, goes it, he it is really fucking what done Adam Cole's been saying what's that it proved what Adam Cole's been what saying what was he saying like well, yeah. I mean, he's an entrance. Okay, he's just an entrance. But look, but this is this is about this is one like the basic, you know, rules of like effective pro wrestling, is that you cover up what the guys don't do well, and you accentuate what they do do well. And they just you know they are just they're handed all these people, you know, you know, brand new like fresh out of the box, you know, carrying cross. They bring Keith Lee back. You know, enough time has passed. Where it's already a blueprint. Everything that's happened between them. Damian Priest comes back. At least he won tonight. Um, but it's just like one, just like it's it's it feels sometimes like they are like they want to go out of their way to make things harder on themselves instead of just making it easy. Man's Mansoor, okay. Mansoor had a like eternal winning streak on main event or two hundred five live before he lands on Raw. First match out of the gate, they beat them and they're done and they never speak of it. They never spoke of it to begin with. Yeah. But you just, when, when you're handed something, you don't push it away because you didn't think of it first. You say, thank you for but this. I will use it. this too. And imagine, you, imagine. You set if, the problem up even more. Imagine if the first match Mr. Perfect ever had, he lost. Well, uh, that, that, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, as Mr. Like, Perfect, right? As, as like, Mr. like, 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 take Imagine that up. The first, per, the per, first match yes. Mr. Perfect had in WWE. Yes, he lost. Yes, and it was on like Saturday night's main event or mm-hmm. WrestleMania or whatever his first show was. Mm-hmm. If he lost, mm-hmm. he'd be fucking done. Mm-hmm. Because like we can't call you Mr. Perfect anymore. No, 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 absolutely. Like, so it wasn't like he was like supposed to be undefeated for a while, right? He was. So, he was but, undefeated but also, for a couple years. But also, I think like like when he was Kurt Henning, I don't think that was the no, case. No, but right? he was never Kurt Henning in WWE. Yeah, he was. Oh well, yeah, he wasn't. Oh yes, he was. No, he Very. Was not. Okay, we're not. No, he ar- wasn't. Um, no, I I I I've watched the early Survivor Series. He's in there as Kurt Henning. So well, he's Mr. Well, Perfect Kurt Henning. He never wrestled. He never wrestled as just Kerr Hennig. Okay. He was always Mr. Well, Perfect well, Kerr Hennig. We'll submit this to the re- research department later. Anyways. So in the meantime, uh, so Karen Cross is done. Uh, so uh, so so that was a like fun Keith experiment. Like Keith Lee is really done. Oh, Keith oh, Lee's Keith, done. Yeah. yeah like Keith. he's done. It's over. Yeah. yeah. The, only, the, only, the only hope for Keith Lee is to go back to NXT like everybody else. Right? Yeah. And they don't so, take refunds anymore, apparently. Because no, no one is able to make that move now. So. What? It's for Finn. I guess Finn did it. But now it's just... Well, Finn came back. Yeah. yeah well, he, back he came back. So, well, Samoa Joe went down there. And, and, well, Finn went down there and back. Samoa Joe went down there. Um, so, I mean, it's there. The, who else? The, the Fandango, uh, Brizango went down there. 
Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is like, like no, th- this is this. That's the play now. That's the play. If somebody's up there saying I don't get Keith Lee and I I can't make him uh, uh, a star on Monday nights, it's gonna go back to NXT and kill it. And or, he, or he'll get released. Or he'll get released, and then and he'll go and then AEW Paul and, and then Paul will say, "Give me a minute," and then we'll see him back as a. Uh, enforcer for for regal for two weeks until he starts feuding with uh samoa joe whatever i don't care i want it please please it doesn't matter it doesn't matter keith lee it it doesn't matter if keith lee fucking bombs out on monday which is no fault of his own i mean or just not he's clashing whatever doesn't like him backstage it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean anything to the the performance of the performer that you suck on Monday Night Raw. There's a lot of people. I am a I am a huge fan of Nikki Cross. I don't give a fuck about this thing that's happening with her right now, and that's not her fault. Okay, that's the presentation. Okay, I'm a big fan of Charlotte, but again, shoved down, and honestly, I think she's doing a good job of what she's supposed to be doing. Same with Rhea. Same with um. Oh, you think? Hold on, hold on, hold on. She's you dude. think Charlotte's doing a Good job. Yes. She's the No, hard disagree. You know why she's in that position and she's in there every fucking week and it feels like you see her all the time? Because they can depend on her. They feel like they can depend on her. Whatever that means on Monday night. She's not a good talker anymore. Ah, she's I think she's No, she's not. She has nothing to say. Okay, secondary opinion. Ronnie, Matt, what do you think about Charlotte and her mic abilities? We always hear we always hear Mike's opinion on this. Charlotte at the beginning of the show was uh okay. I thought Charlotte at the end of the show was really good. The problem was I didn't think that was what they should have been doing at the end of the show. No. Like Charlotte's really good at being just like a total a-hole, but usually it's not what you want to get at that moment. It's her being a total. It's like her best, like her, 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 like her, her, her sweet spot on the promos isn't usually what you need. Like mm-hmm. she needs to be helping to like elevate some of this uh, division exactly. here, but instead she's yep. just it's all getting torn because down. Because WWE, like, WWE doesn't believe in the talent they have. No, they definitely don't. They don't. They no. really don't. The, they think, believe in getting Goldberg back to spike the ratings and the ticket sales. They're lazy. WWE is fucking lazy, and it's making them money. But then, well, they've already made their money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. They're making their money, but now they have ticket sales to, to make money at, too. So they have to spike that, too, because that is something that they can control uh, for what comes in the door. OK, they need to spike house show sales. And that's why John Cena It's the summer of Cena. I saw. Well, I mean, I think Cena's also doing house shows just to shake up any ring rust, which is good. Mm. No, I, mean, I, I, I no legitimately that, think that. that like if John Cena was like. I'm not really feeling doing house shows. He wouldn't have to do house shows. Yeah. No, like he's no. out there because he wants to be doing it. Mm-hmm. And he's out there wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. If he, if he wanted to, he could just go and go out and talk, but he's not, he's out there wrestling. So yes, I All agree right. with Madden. I want to head, out there wrestling I, I want to head the two. To knock the rust I, I want to hit to have a good match. I want to hit He two. likes to wrestle. Sorry. The only reason he comes back. I want to hit two or three other big topics here. Uh, I think on the, if you think about it, like, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, let, let, let's let's parlay that then. Let's talk about the house yeah. show. Matt Carlin's was there. Several of the Mayhemers were there. Uh, I was not because I was still on a fucking plane because it got delayed. Uh, I was in the air when the show started. Spirit, it, it, actually, it's not Spirit. It's 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 just it, there were storms. Everything got shut down down there. But anyways, Matt, I'll read you through it really quick, Sorg. Um, first of all, delightful, delightful crowd. 
you know, beautiful venue, wonderful facility. Uh, show opens with uh, Natalia and Tamina defending the WWE Women's Tag Titles against Shayna and Nia. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, my God, not this again. Fellas, you would not believe this if I told you I've never heard a crowd this hot for that match in my life. Wow. Right where they wanted them. And um, it, it was it, it was pretty cool. Um, a little side note, when we went, uh, it was me, my wife, um, Mason, junior future podcaster of America, mm-hmm. and uh, one of my friend's sons, who is like a year or two younger than Mason, uh, who is just starting to like dip his toe into the wrestling thing. So he's like fresh-eyed, not really experiencing all this for the first time has never been to a live show before uh to the point where as we're entering the building he was kind of like you know like i'm just like wondering like how will i know will you help me know like who to cheer and who to boo and i just just kind of like you know pat pat on the head i'm just like don't worry kid (laughs) you'll figure it out real fast because this is a house show and these people know what they're freaking doing because all natalia and tamina have to do is wear their t-shirts to the ring and take them off and throw them to the crowd. Natalia takes off her shirt, throws it off to the crowd. Yay, she's she's for us. Tamina tries to throw her shirt to the crowd. Shayna intercepts it. Boo, we hate them. Done. We're off and running. You know, anyway, fine match. Uh, and that was done. Uh, Seamus came out, did a little talky-talky bit about how he didn't want to defend the U.S. title tonight, but that he would fight anybody in a non-title match who comes out and that brings out drew mcintyre comes out and uh i just think to myself this is this is so nice because you know from what i've heard drew and sheamus want to just travel the country and beat each other up (laughs) so they uh they they did that for a little bit here and drew won um we got a jinder mahal uh interference for for no reason uh he showed up to cause trouble um and got kicked around for it um Let's see, what do we have then? I'm going to end up forgetting something. Uh, Bianca and Carmella. Uh, it was okay. Uh, but again, it's fine. You know, house show. Everybody knows their roles. They cheer Bianca. It was great. Fine. They did what they had to do. Uh, we got AJ Styles versus Riddle uh, with Amos in the corner. Uh, and like I said, I, I'm starting to very much starting to warm on Riddle and the house show had a lot to do with that too. Riddle got one of the biggest pops at this house show. This crowd loves Riddle. The children love Riddle. Okay? You want to make stars for the kids? Did he have a scooter? Riddle! All right? On his scooter. Damn right he had a scooter. Um, And just fantastically, he he flipped off his uh, flip-flops, he overshot and they went into the crowd and he had to ask for the flip-flops back. Are you serious? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> oh my god! He can't was, afford more flip flops. I don't oh know what the deal is with that. It's not like he was asking back. But you know that what? That is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Wow. Since it's riddle, it all works. Yeah, yeah, so. that's true. That is true. If it was somebody else, it'd be stupid. It's riddle, so it's like on brand. No, so it it, it can matter. still be stupid. It, yeah, but it. But, but know, it's and anyway. it can still be on brand. So, um, yeah, it's like, what is this, an indie show? Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's uh, like we it, don't it, got the budget for that one. So, that, I mean, th- this was fun. I mean, it's it's a moss um, interfering until he gets caught and thrown out by the referee. So you get the you you know everybody wants it. Mm-hmm. Get that thing in there, you know. 
all they're just they're playing all the hits, Sorg. That's what the house show is. Uh, you get your three way with um, Rhea, Charlotte, and Nikki. Uh, the only thing probably add to this one is just that the finish was the. Um, do you remember the figure eight uh, deal that they did this um, like a year and a half ago, probably? Or where Rhea Nikki slid pin, Nikki underneath. Charlotte. Yeah, Nikki slides in under the figure eight and, and pins her. They yeah. did this in a Rhea match or a Sasha match or something. It was a Sasha match. Was that a Sasha match? I believe it was a Sasha. Oh, it was a, it was, yeah, I think you're right. I think Sasha got the pin by then. Um, yeah. I remember it being, you know, it's very, I'm clever. fairly confident it was Sasha pinning Charlotte. Um, whoever, whoever was in the figure eight at that time. Like it was that. probably like Lacey or someone oh. like that. Well, anyway, uh, that was the finish. So that's how they got around that thing and got Nikki the win. Uh, main event time. Uh, you also Roman. missed a match. Which one was it? Kofi and um, Oh, Kofi Lashley. and Lashley. Okay, so they had Lashley came out to the ring, and they were telling us that this was going to be a two-on-one match for the uh, WWE Championship, to which I, like, <laughs> that much older. I'm like, they're going to have Lashley be both members of the New Day on this house show? But no, uh, they cut backstage, uh, and in a uh, backstage bit, uh, Xavier Woods is writhing in pain on the ground. And Kofi says, I don't care. I'll fight him myself alone. And they sent Kofi out there to fight Lashley alone. And they had a great match um, next to Styles and Riddle. That This was definitely the, a favorite for the, for the night was uh, Lashley and Kofi. They are great. Kofi is great. I don't know if you've heard this before. Kofi Kingston is an excellent professional wrestler. <laughs> you don't say. It's, it's almost like him. he maybe should have been on the show tonight. I, just, mm. I don't know how many times. Every time I think I'm like, oh, really, Kofi? But but <laughs> every time I have like my doubts on Kofi, it's just like, damn it, Kofi, you are good. You are good. Um, never doubt Kofi. Um, all right. And so that brings us to the main event. Roman Reigns and the Usos. Uh, brand new Roman Reigns music. Uh, <laughs> they, they do the big entrance. It was it is Undertaker long. Roman Reigns getting to the ring. It takes him forever, forever, Sorg, to get to the ring. He finally gets into the ring, but that's not enough. Someone has to get him a microphone just so he can stand into the ring and just be like, acknowledge me. And they're all like, oh, you know, they all yeah, do the thing. <laughs> uh, Ray and Dominic come out. John Cena comes out. Big Bra-ba-doo. ass pop for John Cena. Brabadoo. Run down <laughs> to the ring. This match was fabulous. I would, um, Ronnie, I don't usually make recommendations to uh, wrestlers on how to learn to wrestle, but I think if, uh, if I were to recommend anything from this show for an up-and-coming professional wrestler, I would say go find, I don't know how you would find a recording of this match, but anyway, Cena, all right, so it was basically 15 minutes of Dominic getting his ass beat, okay? But the but the thrill for me was watching Ray and Cena in the corner mugging the whole time while Dominic's seeing his ass beat and they're teasing the hot tag and <laughs> he gets so close and they're like, no. And Cena's pacing back and forth up and down the apron, you know, just going wild because he can't stand it anymore because he hasn't even gotten into the match yet. Um, so it's just like it's just master class level, you know, it's just fantastic. It's it's so good to watch you know cena didn't do a ton 
but it's not like he was just like hanging out on the apron. Like he was working on the apron. He was put in work. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, yeah. So obviously by the time they finally um, get to the uh, hot tag to Cena, you know, it's just, it's on. It's just, people are screaming. Cena's doing the, doing the shoulder, you know, the, the, the moves, the Cena moves. You know, shoulder block, whatever, the big thing. You can't see me. The whole deal. Everyone's freaking out. He's doing all this on one of the Usos. Uh, can't let him touch your travel chief. Uh, they have a little bit of contact as he was trying to finish off one of the Usos. We finally get uh, Roman Reigns hitting Cena with a Superman punch. Uh, but uh, the Mysterios recover. They, they help turn the tide. They get things worked out. Cena gets Reigns up for the attitude adjustment. He puts him down. The other Uso comes in. Cena picks him up. He puts him down. He pins that Uso. John Cena wins. Wonderful night. Good night, everybody. WWE house shows. I see people always on Monday nights talking about um, going to TV tapings, especially raw TV tapings, and just being like, man, it's it's no fun. <laughs> Don't yeah. Go. Yeah. And, and my, and, and they're right, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but the flip side of this is WWE house shows are fun every time. I've never gone to a WWE house show and been like, I am so upset I went to that show. What a waste mm-hmm. of my time. And I've seen some dog main events. Mm-hmm. I once saw an AJ Styles, Jinder Mahal cage match main event on a house <laughs> show. Didn't matter. Awesome. Things are awesome. I love it. Two and a half hours. I love it. Plus an intermission. Yep. Streamlined that stuff, and you are in and out. The kids had a great time. Good. Good. No complaints. Love it's it. All no, killer, no filler for a house. All killer, love no it. filler. It's great. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I really wish. I could and have they made were it. like, it, and just like, like, yeah, you could feel like, like the the wrestlers would be like. um you know, they, they'd be like making their way out. You know how it is at the house shows. They're like high fiving everyone. Everyone gets a picture if you're if you're along the rail. Mm-hmm. And just like just seeing the guys like you know, as they're like going back like through the entrance, back to the backstage. And like I, I remember like seeing Drew as he was going back through the curtain and he was like, you know, he gave everybody, you know, like, you know, the chest bump, thank you, thank you, great, great. And he's like going backstage. I could see him like waving his arm around like this as if he's like telling the backstage, like, keep dude, go more, you know. Don't let this crowd, you know, mm-hmm. slow down because they were, they were so hot. But they did good. They kept them, kept everybody it. going all night. I love it. It's good to see. It's good to see. Uh, well, I get my chance because look, I looks like I will be in town when uh, AEW comes in for the double shot Wednesday and Friday uh, mm. in a couple weeks. So, uh, I can't look wait. For, dude, I can't wait bring, at all. Bring, I am ready. Bring your CM Punk. I am line. ready. I am ready for my 20 elevation matches before and after Dynamite on Wednesday and another 20 before Rampage on Friday. I am here for it. I want to cheer so loud for Enfuego Del Sol. I'm glad I got my match in with Danny Limelight before he got signed to MLW because I'm not mm-hmm. going to see him uh, on tour with AEW from the sounds of things. If you check out our interview with Mr. Danny Limelight on Indie Mayhem Show from this past week, already in a Wrestling Mayhem Show super feed. But speaking of, just when I thought, man, obviously they're going to slow down on these matches. We got a 45-minute AEW dark last week. There's no way they're going to keep doing this. 
AEW Elevation was 20 matches in over two hours tonight. <laughs> Jesus. Or no, was it 20 Christ. matches? See, I, I see these. Okay, so we watch oh Dynamite. God. And the Dynamite crowds are always... I'm like, sorry, 13. 13 matches. Yes. It just these felt Dynamite like crowds, the, the live Dynamite crowds so far, have all been just like scorching yes. hot. Yes. And then I watch like Elevation. And they're hot for Elevation. Yes. And I'm like, how is this possible? Because they put on like, shit you want to see. I'm just like... This can't be possible. And, and There's they, no way this so, crowd so can be here's the other eight thing. hours or because, however long they're running these tapings. Because I mean, I, it's going to be very interesting to see how they're I doing I give this. a shit about Enfuego Del Sol, because he's the mo- like he's my favorite guy that's only won one match in the last year. Uh, I, I, uh, Serpentico being used as a weapon in Luther's matches and then needs to have a match with, with Eddie Kingston later in the night. Um, like there's fun stuff happening through the show. It's like house show, you know, mentality. Right. And then, and they, they really, we had a, we had a number one contenders match tonight. Um, uh, shoddy Brandon Lee. Is that the name? Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson. Thank you. Uh, how do I know who big shoddy Lee Johnson is? And you don't Listen, know it. And you watch um, it. There's, too many wrestlers. No, no, there's two other wrestlers that, that have very <laughs> similar names that I always fuck up. So, so, um, right, cause there's like a, a one Anthony young. And then there's like another dude that's got a similar kind of name and like, like a similar like style and body profile and everything. So like literally I'm confusing people. And this is like local on up the AEW, right? Um, okay. So, anyways, so so uh, oh, I forgot what else I was going to say on that. So so we had a number one contender match with that. So we got him setting up for the TNT title with Miro, um, God's favorite wrestler, by the way. I love this so much. <laughs> I love oh yeah, this they turned pivot, the on this pivot they on Miro, the where he's like, I am God's favorite wrestler I, is my favorite thing since JBL calling himself a wrestling god. You know okay? what I? You know what I can't wait for hmm. when that ninety days comes up. And you just hear CJ Perry just screaming, God's favorite champion. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. And she just, for my, no reason, I would like to thank you for my accents. flexible wife and my. Uh, <laughs> yes, and yes, yes. And then the flexible wife shows up. Yeah. You, oh, you, you don't keep calling out the flexible. You know, it's Chekhov's flexible wife. <laughs> you know what's going to happen eventually. Oh, man. <laughs> By the way, Sorg, that's the show title Chekhov's flexible um, wife. The bastard Pac, I did he high five a child and then turn it over his shoulder and sneer at his opponents? <laughs> it was so good. And they illustrated between that, between everybody in commentary and being apparently afraid of being tongue lashed by Excalibur, which includes Tony Schiavone. Uh, so <laughs> it's a, a fantastic little uh, commentary thread that happens. Eddie Kingston's on commentary for most of the night. Um, who else? Oh, re- really? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Okay, that may legitimately entice me to watch Dude, the show. Eddie with Shivani. That may legitimately entice me to watch. Eddie the show. with Shivani and 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 Big Show is just fantastic. Okay, um, that that you have my curiosity. Yes, I have uh, my curiosity with that. Uh, let's see what else happened here. I'm looking down the 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 thing. Um, I love I whatever you if you love or hate Marco Stunt for existing. Um, because some people I know have opinions on that. Uh, it, really? Yeah. <laughs> that he oh he gets announced Jesus. at 120 pounds as if he was being announced at 400 pounds by the announcer. 
There's no way he's 120 pounds. It was something like maybe it was 110. I whatever it was, whatever minuscule. I, thing. I guarantee. But I guarantee. It doesn't, Matt, Mike, it doesn't matter the number. Mm-hmm. The fact is, he was announced at that number as if it was an impressive three, four hundred pounds. Okay. Well, yeah, like, it's the, the Crash Holly. Like, yeah, but the announcers but, on there being like, "Wow, like Marco's really beat." No, 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 no. Crash Holly got like yeah. announced at like 400 pounds or something, right? Like Marco's getting announced at like a buck ten, but he's being announced in the style of that he's 300 pounds like as if that is impressive so just again and this is the thing that's always with AEW. it's always those little details that that kind of pop you into it and then again it goes back to why do i care about these enhancement matches right um there's a good when they're they're talking about um during that match with um um Guy, I just forgot his name that we I forgot before. Uh, Lee Johnson? Big shot. Yes, Lee, Lee Johnson. Johnson. Like they talk about how when you're watching this, and they really described why we watch indie wrestling. Um, the idea that you've been watching this guy for the last year on dark and da 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 da, and now he's leveling up to this thing, and you're like, I remember when this guy was random dude that was losing all his matches and stuff. Like to see these guys turn the corner and become the up and coming, you know, next generation stars, while they're not going to get shot up to a main event, you know, tomorrow, and nobody is uh, for the most part, but still they're like taking those steps forward and becoming bigger and bigger. And, you know, I do not expect him to beat Miro, but he's going to have a fantastic match on Dynamite and people are going to know who he is. And that's fantastic. And that's the next step. And that's how wrestling progresses. And it's cool to see that progression, you know, and not that point where when we're watching something on Monday night, and we're like, I don't understand why, like, like that negative progression we talked about with Monday night. Like, I feel like that doesn't happen uh, to the same veil as as AEW. Like, a lot of things still have a reason that fits into things, you know, and and has weight on things. Okay, he got up to the big thing and he lost the Miro. Now he's getting his steam back on the lower shows, right? You're you're get you're kicked back to the minors, right? And you're building it back up. You know, and 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 your matches are counted and building up and 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 that like when you're seeing the big picture or dropping into the picture, like like that weight I feel is conveyed. And now if you start doing the math, I know Mike when we were talking about the rankings and things like that, like the math breaks down that aside individually in the moment i feel like the weight is being put on those and that's why watching something like an elevation dark and that crowd is into it because they're going to cheer as loud as they can from a fuego del sol do you think he's going to be scorpio sky it doesn't fucking matter but they're going to make you think about it during the matches (laughs) right and that's the magic of it just like you really don't think bobby lashley's going to lose that belt to the both the new day or whatever but they turn the corner of it it doesn't you know like like that in the moment if you're into it and that's the pure magic of wrestling yeah it's all about like you know your brain may tell you that x can't beat y but can x get you to the point where in that brief three seconds or so that oh my god is this no it's not so yeah it's it's a lot um sounds a lot like um you know it's like watching the uh the young lions in new japan yes yes they're not gonna win no but like but but what you're looking for that glimmer what the young lion matches turn into in new japan is can they gain these little victories inside of the match can Mm -hmm. they kick out of this guy's like Mm -hmm. you know to be finisher instead of their one a you know yeah, and, yeah, and make yeah. them use their one a you know because i kicked out of your two b 
Uh, you know, can I, <laughs> I don't know, can I get to the ropes when I'm in this submission, you know, mm, it, and it mm. becomes, yeah, little victories uh, within the context of the match become part of the, yeah, uh, yeah. part of the, I, they really, watching. and that's, that's, I, I feel like AEW translates those little things that we love about New Japan into that American audience and made it their own, you know, yeah. so I think that's really cool. And that's, that's, you know, why I love two hours of AEW and then, you know, and it, and then it juxtaposes against what should be the dynamite of the week for WWE, and you're just like, why was this more fun <laughs> than what they did on Mondays? You know, so I, I just it's I mean, really it's interesting not to, to look say at. That there isn't fun things. No, 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 no. On no. WWE's no, programming, it's just like, that they they can't. I, I just I, I I need more fun. They're tripping I, over I, their I, own. Yes. They're yeah. tripping over their own way because yeah. they have the talent. No, yeah, absolutely. They have the tools, they have the talent, yet somehow Gozer still kicks them in the dick. And you know what happens they, on they Tuesday? They have guys that people want to see. Like, yeah. I, I personally, we've all personally witnessed that on TV and, and in person at these house shows. We, you can hear the crowd now. You can hear who they want. So mm-hmm. just give it to them, you know? Uh, you know, you know, Karen Cross and Keith Lee come out. And I'm like, wow, this is a match I want to see. Too bad it's on the wrong show, right? Like, but Karen Cross. Did not get any kind of reaction. No, uh, well, look what they did to him last week. No, I know, but so, like, I mean, that, and, and we and we t- know, and, and Keith Lee got a huge reaction. And we know, we know that WWE Raw audience isn't necessarily the same audience. So they're going to know what who this guy is. Let's let's, let's we we, we got to relearn that from 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 two years ago when we used to do this on a regular. Basis. No, I know, but the so. only thing they know about him is they lost they mm-hmm. lost really quickly to Jeff yeah. Hardy. Yeah, half that crowd, half of that audience. They have no idea what Karen Cross no is, except for the commercials no that pop up. Yeah, there, they, there they, needs they, to be a plan. You yeah. can't just throw some dude on TV. You gotta have a. You know, we used to get. I know this was like thirty years ago. Um, we used to get vignettes for yes. weeks. You know, and there was a plan. He's coming. You know, and there was a rollout for these guys, and there's just there's no damn plan anymore. The Karen, the last the, time they tried to do a vignette thing was when we got that same video package that had like EC3. Lacey Evans, yeah. like well, all those people in barely. one video package, yeah, as if there were some kind of that's weird amalgam stable, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, and then they, they showed up and you did nothing fun. with them. Um, you did nothing to make them care. You didn't do a vignette to tell me who EC3 was, you know, to make me give a shit about him, right? And that came across. Um, now, and all you, I mean, all I mean, you I mean, I mean was just like just put him in a suit sitting front row for a few weeks and be like, well, this guy, you know, I think I know who that is. Ronnie, and then one week he gets up on, and he just cold talks some guy. It's I want to I wanna get the Ronnie, I get to get Ronnie in a second here because uh, right. he just said something on the Facebook. Uh, but 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 if you've never watched NXT before and their champion came on last week and like, oh, Karen Cross, this guy looks badass and he just jobbed out the Jeff Hardy who's been jobbed out for the last year or so. Why would you watch NXT? Why would you watch NXT? Just like, why would you watch NXT at that point? Like, uh, like, and I said this last week, and I'll say it again. And it would have even fixed what happened with Jeff Hardy if you had just switched Karrion mm-hmm. Cross and Keith Lee last week. Even if they both lost, it would have been a lot better because if Karrion, if the NXT champion Karrion Cross comes out and loses to WWE champion Bobby Lashley, okay. He lost to Lashley. That kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's a unique match. 
You got to debut Cross in a big way yes. and show he's a big deal yes. by answering Lashley's Have him, challenge. Give Lashley trouble. You know? Yeah. Instead, and then if, if Jeff Hardy beats Keith Lee, well, you know, foot on the ropes, whatever, okay. That well, makes Keith mad. Well, and now if Jeff's not on this week, Keith gets even madder. Listen, obviously, like, obviously, like, you know I mean? like, Karrion mm-hmm. Cross can't win, can't lose, can't, can't, Karrion Cross can't beat Jeff Hardy because he's just a peg warmer. Okay. Oh, he's just man. a peg right, yeah, warmer. Yesterday. Because Ronnie, Ronnie, you just sent this on the message. I see two rows of uh, Karrion Cross figures, and there's a lonely Bray Wyatt over there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was a comma too. What's that? There was a comma figure too. Comma? I mean, uh, all right. Yeah. I would have like, bought that up on the spot. I, honestly, I would have bought the cross, the Bray Wyatt, and the comma figure. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, not I mean, I mean th- I those peg those pegs used to be warmed by Seamus figures, but that's yeah, not yeah, anymore. Yeah, your, pe- uh, your pegs have figures on them. We, yeah, we don't get distribution. But I was cracking yeah. up about that because ever since his Raw debut, like no one gives a shit that he's there. And so when I saw those two figures... Like there was those two, there was Bray, and there was Calm, and that was it from the line. And I'm like, there's two cross figures, and nobody fucking wants them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was just yeah. laughing. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I feel bad. Feel bad. So, uh, Sorg, do we have time to talk about New Japan for five minutes? Yeah, five minutes. Let's do it. Wrestle Grand Slam in Tokyo Dome. No fans at the Olympics. But they can go to the wrestling. Well, well, so so here's what happened. Some of them can. Well, here's what, here's what I, I think you explained this on the podcast, or maybe or somebody else did, or, or Kevin Kelly did as he was killing wasps during the broadcast, apparently in his home studio. Uh, but <laughs> I, Kevin Kelly versus the wasp was the unsung feud of uh, uh, Wrestle Grand Slam on Saturday for Sunday, whatever that was. Um, I don't know time zones. That's wonky. It was three in the morning. Uh, anyways. Yeah, I watched the first half, and so I, I, it was mostly floor seating, a little like smattering in in the stands. Uh, apparently, uh, while they did not uh, uh, do anything with fans' limitations um, uh, generally, uh, they did stop ticket sales. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, if these are the people that bought their tickets early and they got yeah. to be there, and it was like a good floor, you know. So it doesn't look like Wrestle Kingdom; it's the same venue as Wrestle Kingdom. So it's one of those, like, kind of I like, say with, like, Ring of Honor, like, hey, they're still doing pods in Maryland for some reason. You you can't, no, you cannot judge unless something is overly, overly impressive, like we're seeing with WWE and AEW um, setups. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you do not discount any wrestling promotion that has poor attendance right now or wonky-looking attendance because, again, um, different states are different, different countries are different. But uh, so so that was that. But the show itself, man, I think you're going to tell me about. Yeah, I, well, I didn't want to drag us too far down the road on this thing, but it, suffice to say, it was, it was a it was a fine uh, New Japan kind of uh, show. But this main event, Sorg, mm-hmm. uh, Shingo Takagi and Hiroshi Tanahashi for the for the big belt, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, now this was supposed to be Kota Ibushi. But Kota Ibushi got himself a case of aspiration pneumonia, uh, which uh, apparently takes a little bit to uh, recover from. So he's recovering, but he apparently wasn't recovering fast was that, enough. Was that was uh, he um, was he also diagnosed with COVID as well? No, no, no he did this not. Was un- they said this was unrelated. Okay, that, was, I remember that was complete, the note. Okay, there was a little bit of that going around. Even from the company itself, had said that they, I guess, initially they suspected perhaps it was a bad reaction to the COVID vaccine, which Kota got like a good boy. 
Mm. Um, but apparently this was something else. Aspiration pneumonia is this entirely different thing. Apparently it's like when like, you know, like sometimes you're like you're eating and it goes down the wrong, wrong tube. Okay. Um, so apparently a particle of food or something like that, if it gets into your lungs, can sometimes cause an infection. That's aspiration pneumonia. Mm. So I don't know. He was eating too fast. Something happened. And I'm sure he'll be okay, but he's recovering. Um, so Hiroshi Tanahashi must uh, step in in main event against uh, Shingo. Uh, and there is, um, and as you mentioned, Sorg, they're uh, dealing with all sorts of like stuff in Japan right now. Uh, clap crowds. Um, you know, they're all encouraged not to make, you know, verbal noise. During mm-hmm. the uh, during the shows, so all you get is a lot of clapping during these shows, which kind of sucks. But what is what what doesn't suck is when a match gets so amazing that the crowd forgets what they're supposed to be doing, and that happened <laughs> during this main event because uh, you know it seemed pretty clear that Shingo was going to win this thing, but then uh, Hiroshi uh, Tanahashi Tanahashi gets his little uh, gets his little chance to rally. Uh, he starts to you know he gets uh, he gets Shingo down. <clears throat> and uh, Tanahashi uh, hits the hits the high fly flow to uh, to Shingo while he's standing and takes him down. And now Tanahashi's ready to go up top. He's ready to hit the big one, the big high fly flow from the top rope to Shingo while he's down on the mat. But Shingo grabs Tanahashi's leg as he's getting ready to head back over the top rope to go back to the top rope. And Tanahashi can't really pull away, so he's kind of like kicking at him. And then he kind of then he kind of grabs Shingo. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Kota Ibushi's finisher, the Kamagoye, but it's basically you grab the other dude, grab the other dude's wrists, and you knee him right in the face. So Tanahashi has a hold of Shingo's wrist, and he's like, since I'm here, I guess I'll do Kota Ibushi's finisher right now. And he hits a Kamagoye on Shingo, and this arena just goes, oh, like all of a sudden they're all making noise. And then Tanahashi goes to the top rope, and then Tanahashi hits the high fly flow, his finisher. And now the crowd's like, whoa, you know, it's like getting loud. And then the ref is like, one, two, 2.99999999. And Shingo kicks out. Yep. And then now the crowd's like, ah, and that's <laughs> unbelievable. I love your Japanese crowd um, impressions. <laughs> it's just like, there've only been these, cl- this clap business sucks. Yes. Right. Oh yeah, especially with that bad. crowd. What I couldn't imagine. Can you imagine if they're like, guys, great news. Wrestling's back. WWE's coming to town. Let's all go. By the way, you can't make a sound. All you can do is clap. John Cena's here. John Cena's here. I hate this. That's what our friends in Japan are dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Uh, but over the past year and a half there have been a few moments where matches have been so good that this crowd has just abandoned all self-control mm-hmm. um if you mm-hmm. remember the um the match with uh desperado uh when he decided he was just gonna like take his mask off and go to town uh was that hiromu i think it's hiromu and despy um and that that was another one where the crowd just like freaked out they're like oh my god uh but this was another instance and uh yeah. So, uh, again, I watched the first half. First of all, Kevin Kelly versus the Wasp. Also, um, I never knew or gave a shit about who Robbie Eagles was before this weekend. Mm. Uh, he had a fantastic match against uh, El Desperado. 
and uh, and uh, holy shit! Uh, first Australian IWGP champion. Uh, your first match. Now, I, I always kind of like. I always loved like like you know you know not knowing the, the history, but there's also there's always like that funky weapon guy that uses his butt a lot. Taguchi. Taguchi. Thank you. And He's he was teaming. Was yeah. he? What, what he was teaming with? Um, uh, Rocky Romero, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I looked at the clock, and I'm like, "This is a this match is this tag match is still going." They had a wonderful like 40 minute, they're half an hour, 40 minute tag match to kick this show off. That was amazing. Uh, yeah. So worth checking out there. And uh, with uh, ELP, and who was ELP's partner? I forget. Um, Taiji Ishimori. Yes. The Bone Soldier, Some yeah, fantastic um, ELP stuff. is always good, yes. and um, yeah, Robbie Eagles. I first got to see Robbie Eagles when uh, uh, for the best of the Super Juniors a few years ago, and he was a big highlight of that. It was the first time I'd ever seen him. He's like undersized, but he makes it work, and he's mm-hmm. so good at like this leg attacking offense, and um, yeah, he's a lot of fun. The other one uh, uh, that needs needs to be sought out is Jeff Cobb and Okada. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> God, this match—it's so good. And not to mention, oh, yeah. and I messaged you the uh, the the Battle Royal Rambo uh, in front before the show. Uh, yeah, added handcuffs <laughs> as a way to be eliminated. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I liked it when they were like, yeah, we have random handcuffs around like the barricades and the rings. So if you get handcuffed, you're not only eliminated, but you're handcuffed. So you can't go yeah, back. Yeah. So you're just left there to stand in shame and yeah. watch the rest of the match. And it's hope kind you're of like an extra and emotional hope, deterrent. And hope your eliminated. rival isn't around that just wants to beat you up, apparently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, and just in case. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So it was uh, it was wild. Um, I, I haven't regularly watched any uh, New Japan for probably about a month and a half with all the traveling. So this is one of those. I saw that on the schedule. I was like, all right, I, I need to try to watch some of this because it, this is it, it's one of those like uh, uh, milestone shows. It felt like that was like, OK, this is where we're going to jump in. Yeah. On, right. Yeah. So, the, the Dome shows, you know, they yeah. they will usually give you their best effort. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they did. Uh, they're supposed to do another couple in September. So mm-hmm. we'll see how they do then. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, one more quick thing just to say about Jeff Cobb, uh, when they did the backstage um, post-match interviews, Jeff Cobb says, uh, Jeff Cobb said he is heading back to the U.S. from Japan. Oh, uh, he basically said, I'm leaving tomorrow and I'm coming. I'm going back to the U.S. So I don't know what Jeff Cobb's up to. Maybe he's just kind of taking a break. Who knows maybe, what program or maybe he he's going to pop up somewhere. I don't know. There's a big, we'll there's a, there's a couple big shows at the end of the month here and beginning of the next month. So, uh, or no, wait, or no end of next month, beginning of the month after. So who knows what's going to happen? Indeed. Uh, maybe he'll pop up at SummerSlam. I don't know. Uh, so hope not. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Um, MLW's may maybe, uh, looking for his brother, uh, I there. Mean, Jeez. Um, I, I'm going to speculate. I'm going to speculate. I'm going to get out in front of everyone, including Just Pro Wrestling News. Third trial of Jericho. Mm. <laughs> either either, either one of the trials speculate. of Jericho, or he might be a surprise at the Resurgence show mm-hmm. um, that New Japan's running in L.A. He yeah. might pop up there maybe to challenge. Why not like, both? Yeah, why not so, both? So um, no maybe, 
maybe he'll <laughs> pop up to challenge Lance Archer to, for the certain championship. So yeah, we got to get that thing off of him. We're so. hit, we're hitting time tonight, Matt. Um, will you join us tomorrow? I want to talk about Jay White. Um, sorry, there's one thing we do have to talk about quickly. What? He man. Oh my god. So <laughs> it's good. the reason Ronnie so is on here. Oh, is that why oh. Ronnie's here? Okay. Yes. Matt, are you are you watching the He Man and do you care? I don't care. Go on. Have your fun. Ronnie, take all it. All right, man. all right. Uh Matt, Matt, will you be on tomorrow to talk about Jay White? Uh, th- there are a few topics I enjoy talking about more. Okay, we're talking about Jay White because I watched that promo. <laughs> I actually watched that promo on New Japan. And um and I can't wait. This is gonna be great. Like impact, impact might be must see wrestling in the next couple of months. With I agree. so, uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation, I love. Listen, listen, I want to. You want to understand? Like, um, just about every vehicle they showed in that first um episode. Um, I have a bin in my basement right where we used to do the podcast. Like, like no, I no, like, like hardcore, hardcore He Man fan growing up. Every day after school, went to the theaters the first weekend to watch the movie with Dolph Lundgren. Still kind of appreciated that. Um, and then, as usual, just like completely rejected that future He-Man show, like a true fan. Uh, so when I tell you that I am loving this show, um, I, I, re- I really love this show. And and um, maybe uh, cried a little bit there. Yes. But uh, I, I, other opinions first before we get into what happened. Oh, my oh, that, God. So fucking good. That show was everything it needed to be and more. Yes. Yes. I feel bad because I've listened to Smodcast um, that had um, the Orco voice, who is also yeah. the one from uh, Blank Check Podcast and uh, and uh, played uh, the tick. Uh, Arthur, Arthur on the Tick, the, tick, the, the recent Tick uh, uh, on, on Amazon, which I didn't know got canceled after two seasons. I'm sad about that. That was a really good Ooh. show. But anyways... Um, I'm sad that they spent most of the show talking about their detractors because fuck their detractors <laughs> on this one. They were sad that there was no He-Man that was a heel, uh, uh, a Tila show and, and review bombed them on Rotten Tomatoes and all that stuff. Fuck that. And I love when he gets to the point where he says he talked, he was like, Oh no, I'm getting buried. This is going to be bad. And he talked to our, his Netflix people and they're just like, you think we care? Like, how many people are mad? Like, like about ten thousand. How many subscribers do we have? We good. So, um, I love that that kind of thing there. Um, I I I love like I love that you do get surprised that He Man spoilers dies in the first episode. Hmm. It's it's not the only time he dies. No, no, <laughs> no. They had the balls to kill He Man twice. I can't believe they killed him twice. It's so great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so fucking good. Dude, I popped so hard. I don't care if I spoil this. If, if you didn't well, watch no, it, no, 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 no. We're in spoiler zone. zone. If you're okay. still, if you're this All late right. in the if, show, if still with guys, us. If people out there are watching this right now and didn't watch this, uh, Skeletor just straight up stabs him in the fucking heart in the last episode. <laughs> oh my God. And he completely Harley Quinn's evil Lynn. Oh yeah. At the end. Oh, uh, uh, Lena Hetty. Oh my yeah. lord! She's like, she's obviously great in Game of Thrones, despite her character arc at the end. She's she was even great in Fighting with My Family. She kills this. Oh, she crushes it. 
She absolutely crushes it. Like, just so fan-fucking-tastic. Like, 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 and the best thing is, this is only part one. <laughs> yeah, there's more. This is, this is Infinity War. <laughs> we're going to get five more episodes in the next couple This months. is Avengers Infinity War, and we're going to get Avengers Endgame he, maybe by the end of the year. We had Praternia, yeah. which I don't think was ever broached in the, in the show itself. Um, they reached a lot into like a little bit of the comic book stuff that was, you know, not official, uh, show canon, but they brought it in, um, the scary low subternia stuff. Uh, oh, they, 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 the, the Orko and evil Lynn like conversation is, um, it was so, it was so like, like when they had those like deep spots like that, mm-hmm. even to the point where, um, there was a spot at the end. Where uh, I can't remember the new character's name. Um, that's Astra. Astra. Uh, Astra? Is that it? No, no. Um, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, thank you. I don't, I don't uh, which I find out. I watched the post show, and they're like, "Oh yeah, she was in the comic book." And I'm just like, "Oh, I have the comic book with this character in it." Holy crap! Um, I'm gonna pull. I need to pull my He-Man comics from Star Comics back in the day. Uh, I oh boy. Uh, but anyways, like, you know, there was something where she asked a question. Tila's like. Like, like, leave her alone. And then T- Skeletor, just matter of fact, was like, she asked me a question. I'm going to answer her. <laughs> you know, like little, little stuff Andra, like that. Andra, Andra thank you. Close. Thank you. Um, but uh, uh, like, like that, like dialogue is like pure Kevin Smith, like, mm-hmm. as far as like adapting to He-Man, right? Just like um, you knew the Flash episode where Kevin Smith was directing. Mm. Right, or and you knew the Supergirl episode. Well, maybe less the Supergirl ones because I think he just kind of showed up for those, uh, self admittedly. But like, like there was like, like there's a there's a a level of heart that happens when mm-hmm. Kevin Smith gets involved with the project, and and it was very I feel very respectful to the original um, stuff. Um, you know, it is okay. This is a continuation. But we're not making it as if we're sitting in the '80s and we're um, um, budget-drawn filmation trying to do this. Oh, right? the animation is sparkling. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh my god, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite note about that because I think it's the Castlevania people that do this. Um, yeah, Powerhouse Studios. Yes, and I love yeah. I love when he was talking about. I was listening to someone's podcast like several months ago, and he's like, he's like, I love writing a script because I'm like, oh no, how do I fight, do fight scenes? And he said, and they told him was like, anytime you need a fight scene, just write in the script. <laughs> fighty, <Yeah>. fighty, <laughs> fighty, fighty, and they'll take care of the rest. <laughs> so, like things like that are so good. Um. Uh, I I, I say Oracle was fantastic. The Evil Lynn development was fantastic. Um, like just little things, just the voices, like having Kevin Conroy coming in to do Merman. Like I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Chris Wood, the guy who plays He Man. Yes. So far, the least impressive voice actor. Really? Yes. (laughs) Like and 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 he's he's he spends a lot of his time as prince adam he's the love interest from supergirl but he's the love interest from supergirl for those who don't know so um also real life interest to real life love interest to supergirl oh okay Mm -hmm. i I was not aware of that okay so yeah i believe i believe i'm surprised uh, she didn't make her way they are married and i believe there is a child on the way oh there's a little super baby on the way i I believe so good for them good for them so they must have uh they they must have spent a weekend on candor but anyways um uh no 
I don't know what, what the words will say other than it's fantastic. I love Joker Skeletor. He's unapologetically just straight up being Joker at this point. Um, the part about his face, how how it's it like allotted him to not find the love of a woman, you know, at the end there. Also, <laughs> very Kevin Smith and very amazing. Um, I, I'm gonna say my favorite line. First of all, I love that. Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill get to work together in a mm. cartoon. Mm-hmm. Blew my mind. Did they actually but, get to interact as characters? I don't believe. Yeah, they was Skeletor it? and Merman were on that boat together. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Listen, my listen, favorite line. I'm only on my episode. I'm only on my one and a half run through of this show. Yeah. So. My favorite line was in that episode when they so they throw He Man and Tila overboard. When you know the the mer people drag them down, and before He Man comes back up, Skeletor just casually goes, "You know, we need to change the color of this. Maybe something in charcoal gray." Like, <laughs> just <laughs> complete non sequitur line. And I'm like, it's it's so so fun. <laughs> so like uh, Mark Bernard and the writer of that episode, he. He like sent an Instagram message out like that. Um, he had pitched that line, never thinking it would make air. <laughs> He's like, and now Mark Hamill is just saying this one off throwaway joke at the end. Okay, Mark Bernard is a, is the usual co-host on Fat Man on Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that it, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's that's awesome. That's awesome because I know he does. He's not. Was he a writer on this? Because oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if he was joining because I know he does several projects. Yeah, no, no, uh, so. he's he's a writer on this too. Good, 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 good. Yeah, um, yeah. Ke- Kevin's a showrunner. I think he wrote episode one and maybe episode five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um. So yeah, it, God, it, it, everything it, about this show—it's so good. And you, and you know what the you know what the great thing is? We haven't even gotten to some of my favorite He-Man characters. Okay. Haven't because Stratos. Hmm. Nowhere to be found so far. Do we, do we know if they're coming? Do we think we're going to touch on all that? Sorg. Sorg. Do you think we're going to have an Infinity, an Endgame style? It, Everybody the, shows the up at the end. It was Infinity It War. was, wasn't it? And it, it still didn't have half the characters. I, it, I don't was, think we, it, it was literally Thanos snapping, mm. but instead it's Skeletor stabbing Adam in the fucking chest. Oh my God, <laughs> this is just Infinity War. Oh no! And then it's this... Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Oh. Endgame, you're gonna get, and I guarantee you, Evil Lynn is just gonna become Lynn by the end of this. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it's gonna fucking happen. And I bet, is... I oh, I bet you money, smart money says there's a Shira tease. Smart money says yes. there's a Shira or Hordak tease yes. or something. They referred to the Horde, um, <laughs> you know, when they were talking about the heroes. I love seeing the old heroes because that's been touched on in other versions of He-Man. Like, I think that was touched on a lot in, like, the He-Man uh, 2000 series, 2002 series, which was fantastic. I loved it. I loved it. They did reveal in the podcast also they couldn't touch any of that stuff mm-hmm. uh, for any reason. So they had to go all the way back to the original uh, to do takeoff on. Yeah, um, and by the way, if you were original, if you were an original fan of He Man, this the whole series basically kicks off with almost like a series finale to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the that's set basically up the, the the everything. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, it's it's so just so damn watchable. And 
did I, did we mention brief? They're 22 minutes an episode. <laughs> like, like instead of watching Raw next week, uh-huh. watch this. Watch He-Man instead. Um, um, You'll be 10 times more entertained. So we downloaded it on our phones to watch. I watched mm-hmm. it. I couldn't wait. I watched it like Friday night. I stayed up and watched it on my phone. Yeah, so I was, was half dozing off. So I actually rewatched the last episode when I got to the plane. Uh, Jim from uh, Fish Without Bait. It was a trip we were doing down to Fort Lauderdale, Florida for yeah. reasons. Um, for the show and stuff. They'll be coming up. Subscribe to Fishing Without Bait and the Surgatron Media Supercaster feed. Uh, but anyways, he watched the entire series on the plane ride from Fort Lauderdale to Pittsburgh. <laughs> so it fit in nicely in a two hours and 20 minutes in the air ride. Which mm-hmm. is great because then I could talk and, to him about it. And on there's the also ride. a Revelations post show on Netflix. Yes, I did watch mm-hmm. that. Yes. Um, it's very Kevin Smith. It's very, although I feel like there's the, oh, were you a He-Man fan growing up? And I feel like a lot of people kind of dance around that question. <laughs> so, um, but still, uh, it's, it's good. It's good. Um, it's, uh, it's fun. Um, we, you know, it's very, it's very, it's very shell Covet Smith version. Um, so, but no, it's good. Well, uh, I know, uh, Jason Muse. He has a character on the show. I don't know if he actually had it. Yep. In the past five episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did, did you, you didn't catch who it was? No, who was it? Stinkor. Oh, shit. Who apparently never made it into the original series. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There, there was a, there was an action figure for him. They had, they had a, a drawing of him. Never made it in the show. So this is fun because there was, you know, what was it, 175 episodes of the original series. I cannot, like, I remember bits and pieces. It's hard to go back and watch it. I have, like, a best 10 episodes DVD that I, that, that I needed to dust off again. Um, I believe a lot of these episodes are on YouTube. Uh, you know, and and because, like, if you, go, if you go through a lot of it, it is kind of, it gets, it gets rough. Um, because it's a lot of low budget and reused and bottle episode kind of stuff, especially in the second season. Um, but but still, like this was the thing, right? And it was great for the time, and 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 your member berries are, are uh, I've got it. Like, but I forgot Stinkor didn't have an episode because I've read the mini comics with the figures so many times. <laughs> I have that in my head, and it's so illustrated in my head that I didn't understand that that wasn't a TV episode. <laughs> to a point and i think he probably popped up in the 2002 series as well which i own the dvd set of so you know i which i also am probably going to dust off and try to watch here very soon uh so I, and that's not anywhere i don't think they have it any i think it's in like i think it's in like Wright's purgatory right now or something i felt like it was on netflix not too long ago but uh so. i know the original series is for sale on amazon for 37 dollars. yeah like the entire thing yeah, I'm definitely gonna buy it because I want to go back and watch it. It is currently show. on Stars. Is it? Yes. Okay. Now, then the oh, so several years ago, um, you guys know Cubo? I don't know if it's still around. It was a cartoon channel that was on like over the air broadcast. Maybe some cable channels have it. Um, when I cut cable like ten years ago, I discovered Cubo, and the there was a night block that started at midnight. That was an hour of He Man, an hour of She-Ra. An hour of like Brave Star, and then an hour of like I think Ghostbusters, not that one. 
the filmation Ghostbusters. So it was oh, like four hours. Thing, yeah. It was four hours of amazing filmation that started at midnight. That would just put it on and doze off to some He-Man. It was just the perfect because the best time to watch He-Man is probably when you're tired or high. And I've only tried one of those. So anyways, it's fantastic. That's our takeoff by, on it. By the way, to, to loop this all back around, uh, San Diego Comic-Con at home this weekend what was a thing. And WWE announced their final um, characters for the WWE Masters of the Universe line. Oh, I forgot. They're still doing that. They're, they have the final wave coming out. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin is Trapjaw, mm. which looks fantastic. Um, honestly, and, and I haven't been buying these. But there's one I think I'm gonna have to get. Ray Mysterio as Stratus. As Stratos. It looks dead on. Well, I wish I bought these when I had the chance because they're going. No, these no, these are new. These are the new ones, but I'm looking at these the old the, ones. These are the new ones. And I'm seeing triple the triple H uh mm-hmm. version one so for a hundred dollars on Amazon. You want to hear who the last one is? Mm. As Evil Lynn, China. Oh wow! China is evil. Lynn. Wow! Like it's just it's really good. <laughs> it's real, real good. Like, this is the kind of stuff. Like there's a Macho Man Randy Savage with a Horde logo on it. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Jeez, these are good. I really should be picking these up. I almost. Jeez, the the prices really skyrocketed on those things. Yeah, they have. I mean, oh, this yeah. is this is Amazon. That doesn't, that doesn't really that doesn't really count for much. So. But uh, fake or John Cena. I wanted that Scareglow Undertaker, but I just never saw in stores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Walmart's got a bunch of them listed too. So, but all right. Well, on that note, thank you, Ronnie, for hanging out. I'm glad we got some toy stuff in there. Thank so, you, guys. By the way, it was mentioned in the chat room uh, earlier by uh, John out there. Uh, oh, yeah. the Walking Wild uh, action figure in the suit. For uh, burr, 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 burr. oh man, I'm if I get to the store and start seeing uh, uh, friends of the show on the shelf, I'm snatching them up, and that, that's probably gonna have to be one on order. He, order, but he also has the chase mm-hmm. with the half painted face. <gasps> nice, yeah. nice, 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 nice. So I'll yeah. be on the hunt, Sorgie. Don't worry. Let me know. Let me know if you see anything. Uh, uh, again, friends of the show. If you see them on a peg, let me know. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll grab them. All right. Uh, you know, especially people we've worked with here on, on, on in the area. I, I should get an Elias figure too. I mean, that's I mean, well, that counts, right? So I have an Elias pop yeah. figure. You have a pop figure, so I mean, I got like a T-shirt or two and 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 things like that. So I, I've supported, I've supported. Uh, but anyways, also, if anybody wants pop paintings, our good friend Jake Steele. I am Jake Steele on Instagram and TikTok. He just he's over. He's passed a million followers on TikTok, by the way. Uh, he does uh, art. And uh, I don't know. I put a picture in the Slack for you guys. It was some Pokemon pop figures, I believe. Uh, it was like Eevee was the focus on it. Uh, so if anybody needs some commissions, uh, he does those. And uh, just throwing that out there. So let me know. Hit him up where I can connect you. So, um, yes, thank you. Ronnie Starks, Starks Wrestling on the social medias. I'm easy to find, everybody. There he goes. And Mad Mike 483 on the tweets. I talk about things and stuff and wrestles. Yes. 
Uh, again, check out our interview with Danny Limelight that we posted oh, this yeah. past Matt's Friday. Matt's still here. What? Matt's still Is here. Matt still here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've been hanging out? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to hear all the spoilers. And I also wanted to mention that uh, the new Transformers series drops on Netflix on Thursday. Yes. So and, I've been uh, watching... Tra- I'm not sure if any guys are... Oh, like, I don't get too is. deep in. into this. I'm in. Like, most of the cartoons you recommend to me, um, I don't watch. Yes. But it's not because I don't like you. It's just because I have my ways. This Transformers stuff is my jam. Okay. Okay. And uh, I can't wait to watch this next one. Um, also recommend, if you haven't seen before, uh, I started watching Transformers Cyberverse. They're like 10-minute episodes for some reason. I don't know where they showed this. I guess Cartoon Network somewhere. Uh, but they're 10-minute episodes, and I've actually really been enjoying them. Uh, B- B- uh, Bumblebee has amnesia, and Windblade's trying to snap him out of it, and, and there's a lot of flashbacks to Cybertron. Really, I, I, it's enjoyable. Um, so so that's that's I'm liking. And uh, da, 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 Mainstream Matt, JustProWrestlingNews.com. We're everywhere. Five minutes every morning. Make that's us right. part of your life. We'll get you caught up on uh, everything happening around the world of pro wrestling, so you don't have to watch these shows. We'll talk about Battle Riot 3 as our hallmark for Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, on your social medias for Wrestling Mayhem show. And uh, what was what are you doing over there? What was that dance you were doing? That was a spoiler. Oh, okay. Can't do it anymore. Oh, okay. Um, that was off camera. but uh, And uh, da, 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 we'll be able to talk about that. I'll probably, hopefully I get remember to talk about Jay White tomorrow. And we will have one cool cat, Justin Idol, and friends from Top Rope Tabletop. A new episode of that is coming up this Friday on IndieWrestling.us social streams. Uh, So we'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. Please stay tuned for some stuff. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.